Okay, today uh, it's the week before Pesach, and uh, it's it's good. We find the Gemara that uh, the Chachamim spoke in Yana Diyaima, so you should know uh, the Alochis, how to be Mekayim during Yantif. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Gemara says they used to be Magdim Shleishim Yoyim, Kedem Achag. There's a Chayk Yankov. The Chayk Yankov said that during Purim, by the Suda, he used to learn Hilchas Pesach, because Purim is exactly 30 days before Pesach. So this way, he was Mekayim, the, the din of uh, Chazal. So we'll be learning the halachas of Pesach. Some things might be known to you, some things might not. And, uh, and we're going to learn the minhagim, not only the halachas, the minhagim. I, I asked the oilam if they could please, if the minig in Chabad is different, they should please tell me. Because I, I like to know all the minhagim, all the minhagim. I, I, I taught Swadish Talmidim, and many, many, many Talmidim. And uh, I always, I mean, of course, I looked up in the Shittas HaMachabah, and the Kavachayim, and all the Shittim Rebbevad Yosef, that, so I should know what their dinim are. You know, it's not fair to give Ashkenazi Allah to Svarim. So if you would be so kind, uh, I ask you to give me feedback if your halacha or your minig is not the same. Okay, with this, we, we can start. First, we start hachanus to the seder. A person, a vada should try to make hachanus before yantiv, before yantiv. There's many halachas to do, there's many achanis, a lot of avoida, and therefore you should uh, prepare as much as you can with together if you have mishpacha there, and uh, this way when you come home uh, after mariv, you can pretty much start to say that. And we'll speak about this man when you can start to say that. So you open up the boxes, and uh, a lot of them, the matzah have string around them. I have an interesting story that um, I had with uh, Goin and Sadik, the Godelador, Moshe Feinstein, so I used to speak with him uh, a lot, especially during the summer. We were in the same camp. So I I went over to him, and I I told him a chiddush, and I asked him if the chiddush is eisgehalten, if, if it's okay. So what did I say? I said, Poshit, if you take a scissor, a scissor, you're learning Muktzah, I believe. 
So Sizza is a Kalisha Malach de Lehissa. And everybody knows, uh, you know, the classic example is a hammer. A hammer is a Kalisha Malach de Lehissa because it's used for construction, for binion. So can you take a hammer and crack open a coconut or something very hard or walnut? So the answer is a klisha malachta leisa. You know, every single sug, muksa, they have different halachas. But a klisha malachta leisa litzarach gufai ledaveheta umakaymai. You're allowed to do it. So I tainid that a scissor is a klisha malachta leisa, and 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 therefore you can cut it. Uh, the uh, shame gufai the dove hatter you know you're doing it to open up the box of matzahs and I asked them if you're allowed to do it generally people open up the box of matzahs with a knife so he Ramesha answered me even, even though it's uh, ins- it's insulting a little bit to me I, I, the Amis is the Amis. Ramosha told me to Zainish Gishmak. That was his lesson. So he held that, uh, I guess, I, I don't want to say uh, what he held, but it could be that even though it's a Kalisha Malakta Isa, if you can do it with a Kli that's Laheta, which is a knife, and just cut up in the box. So you should do it that way. So if you have a scissor at home, you should not use it for opening up the box of matzahs. You should just use a, a knife and open it up or rip it with your hands. And that's what uh, the proper thing to do. Now, um, there's a mitzvah to prepare the shulcha mibay jayim. And this way you can start to say it immediately after the thriller. Uh Many, many say hollow. Um, I, I assume that uh, Dailam here says hollow uh, after, um, after Marv. You say it with a bracha or without a bracha? Say it with a bracha. So, so that's uh, also my meaning. And uh, I come from Hasidim, believe it or not. It might not look like it, but I, from both sides, I come from Zeir Chashiva Hasidim. So, uh, and it, therefore, I, we make a bracha. And uh, after you finish the howl, so you go home. Now, What's the earliest you can start to say? You know, we have uh, things to prepare, and Amola takes time. So, Avada, whatever you can do, Aryantiv, you should do, because there's so much to do. And once it comes into Yantiv, we'll see that a lot of things, there's Shinuyim that you have to make in order to do it on Yantiv. But when is the time for uh, that the, there's a green light now, you can start the Seder. It's not too early yet. 
it's it's already the zman you start this. So in halacha it says teisachachavim, but saying telling you teisachachavim is not so pashit because we all know there are many sheets of teisachachavim. You have Rabbeinu Tam, which is seventy-two. You have Rabbeinu Yaina and others, which is sixty. So the yeshiva shavelt, uh, generally speaking. Uh, they go with Rabbeinu Tam Matzah Shabbos because uh, the Chaimer of uh, Isa Shabbos. And uh, the Balabatim in general, they do 60 and they have who to be Saimachan. But Rabbi Moshe during the week, he says in New York, uh, everything I'm telling you is from New York, uh, I think New Jersey too, but uh, I'm not saying Allah Lamaisa. So because the horizon and Shkia is different in the different states and across the country, etc. So uh, that these so that's what I'm speaking in these numbers are Shaykh only to this area. So the place can bring down it's enough to wait 45 minutes or 50 minutes the most, and, and then it'll be considered where you're allowed to do the Seder, and it's not like before you're making a Chonis, which sometimes brings Shilas. So now you know what Tzaysekechavim uh, is. Actually, you know, this, uh, I, I, when I was learning and chazering these things, I, I learned it many times, but I actually, uh, I wasn't aiming on exactly what Tzaysikah Chavim is. It was Noilal Adaiti. So this year I found that the Tzaysikah Chavim is the most lenient one. It's the 45 minute one, which we usually use. For the week. Okay. So now, Pesach, uh, uh, you can call out Kaldichu and Yezi Yechel, and there's a very beautiful minig. It's, uh, it's a minig brought down by uh, the Heiligich Samsoifer and uh, the Belzer Rebbe's. And uh, the Satmarov, and uh, I, I can't tell you what the Heilig of Lubavitcher did, but many Gedolim, many Tzadikim, they used to give out candies and, and nuts. The uh, Chalik, this brings down in the Paiskim, in, in B'Shem Azoya. It's brought down in the Gemara, but it says it also in Zoya. And the reason for this is they shouldn't sleep like this. They have fun, they're eating, and there's no problem for them eating before the Suda because they're Ketanim. And, uh, and later on, they'll anticipate e- even more Nash and things like that. So that's the minig, which is really from the Chazal, 
that they gave out these things, and I saw even the stipler when he came home, uh, Lel Pesach, he used to be mechalic, uh, these things. Um, about uh, being Masadi Yushulchan, it, it says in the Gemara that you Masadi it with nice kalim. And now the Gemara speaks about it used to be that the Yidden were money lenders, big money lenders, and they were actually very wealthy. Uh, the Goyim did not like us at all for this because they had to come to us uh, and uh, borrow money, and they had to give them mashkin in return so in case the, the money doesn't come back, at least, at least uh, the, the Yid has a, a mashkin. So, uh, so the Yidin were the money lenders, and uh, they they were very successful and they were very wealthy. So, what happened? The guy gave them beautiful silver uh, pots and silver pitchers and all expensive type of thing. So Chazal say. You should put them on your, on, your, on your table because the more the silver, the more the gold, the more uh, the beautiful kalim you have, it's a hidden mitzvah, and, uh, and you should do it. And Mishnah Brewer, bring, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Mahaba brings this down to, in Tafayim base. Now, there's a, a minute to wear a kittle, there's um, there's a a, a minig from one of the G'dayli Al-Paiskim on the Daf of the Shulchan Aruch. I don't want to say his name because I'm, I'm going to say something not exactly nice. Is that he says it's because since we we get in such a good mood and we're ecstatic, so in order not we shouldn't go overboard. So we wear a kittel, which is a beggar mason, you know. And they they say that this this swara, they they say uh, by different yom tovim that you should put on because you're too happy, you'll go overboard, and you should put it. Uh, even though a grace man said it, it's a it's a little modernizach, but. But the morale, Zakta Dovinifla, and the Nitziv is Mechavim to the morale, and the Nitziv says, no, the time is, is the person, and, the, and the, all around the tables, they're being, they're being in Avoida, and the head is like the Koyin Gadol, and the Koyin Gadol were, Big day lover when he went into the Migdash, and therefore it was the highest dagger that a kohen gadol could get to, and therefore that's why they were white. Now, um, generally speaking, I know there's a meaning that only the one that's marked the safer wears a kittel. I believe most of the minhagim is that every man that's uh, married wears, uh, wears a kittel. Uh, what? 
you don't wreck Hitler. What did one Mary, Mark the Seder? The, the, the frat, even the one that's running the Seder. So nobody's wearing a kittle. Okay, very good. Thank you very much for telling me. Okay, and I'm sure uh, there's a reason, a very good reason, for not wearing a kittle. And uh, I, I'll try to look it up, but Minig is he and you can be sure your Minig has uh, a big charm to Bezin Shalmala. Okay, so this is why they, uh, they wore a kittle, and uh, I'm not going to go into it now that I know you don't wear it. So the Nitziv has a whole arichas explaining the in of a kittle, and uh, okay, so that's, that's not your minute, so we're not going to go into, into this. Now, the, the question is, you know, when you get the, the Balabas, the Archaseda, he has, uh, according to the Minigari, he has three matzis. Uh, you you do minigari, uh, yeah. You, can, you don't do minigari. <laughs> so the so the minig so the minigari is three matzis. Now those three matzis have to go a long way because you have to give a kizais from this is the top matzah and the middle matzah and that. So how are you going to give? You have a ganze mishpach at the table. Some people can have a hamoinam, a couple of minyanim. How, how are you going to give out all these? Because everybody should have a kezayis. And we'll see soon what a kezayis. I'm not going to show you right now, but we'll show you what a kezayis looks for, an easy way to make it without having all those colored uh, things that in case you forget it or you don't have it, you can make it yourself simple to know what a kezayis is. And so the, um, so what, what the, the idea, the can bring down this idea, it's a very smart idea, is that l'chatchila, everyone should have, now, this is expensive, you know, Walmart is expensive, but you, you want to give everybody by the table, the men at least, that they should have three matzahs in front of them. This way, the one that's marked the seder, even if he gives you a little piece, so you have from the bala seder a little piece, but now you have your own matzah, and you can be marshaling it to a kezai. So... I think that's a very, very good eitzah. Uh, uh, it, it comes from the Chazinish and, and Rav Eliyashiv and, and many, many, many others. So, uh, so it's a good idea that uh, the people, if you're a guest, you should bring your, your matzahs along. Your matzahs are expensive. Uh, I think it's a, a nice thing. People think what to bring uh, as a guest to the house of the person. 
So I think a simple answer on Pesach is to bring matzah or wine because that's the thing that uh, is needed and it's a little expensive. So uh, so we take three shmura matzahs. We're, we're talking about hand matzahs and all, all the shiurim will be on the hand matzahs. Uh, I, I assume I assume you all use hand matzahs, not machine matzahs. You know that in the in, in the Yishalmi, uh G'daylim and the Shami people, they wouldn't go into your house on Pesach if they saw you had round matzahs. Because it was a ganze machleke, a big machleke, it's a gdoyle oilum of what's better. Well, that's better. The square matzahs, which is more controlled, and it goes according to the clock. No, it's not going to go over. Whatever, they have a, a whole, a whole arichas. And uh, I'm not going to go into it. It, 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 so they held the the machine matzahs were a hider, you know, and there were less less problems of, of uh, finding chametz. So they used to do that, and they held the shmura matzah. I'm just telling you this; you should know if you're going to a house, you, you should know the two different sheets and. You don't have to worry. Everybody has a sheet uh, that uh, the Rabbani Shalom is masking to. So, so um, the the other sheet is the round matzah what we make, and uh, we hold there's no problem. They couldn't like in the machine. It could be something gets stuck. And it stays there for a few minutes, and it becomes chomet. And you know the machine production has in it a lot of problems as well. But uh, hand matzah, uh, generally, we know how much it takes, how long it takes to knead the, the flour and water, and uh, we throw it to the table, and then all the 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 people needing it and making it round, you know, we know how much the, it take it takes them. Yeah. So uh, okay. so um, so therefore uh, we what? What, what do you mean? The, the round, the round matzahs aren't shmur. No, round matzahs always shmur. Always shmur, right? Square matzahs are mostly not shmur. Yeah. When people start eating square matzahs, they're not sure other yidden to eat not shmur matzah. Yeah, but but the yishalayim yidden they they dafke eat shmur matzah. Yeah, you you know that as a fact. That the square matzahs are. Square matzahs are not shmur, yeah. Wow. Okay. It's good to know. 
It's very good. So if you're a guest by somebody's house, you can, you can see, be, I wonder broyers, it's hard to imagine that broyers, matzahs, which are square, uh, should be not shmur. Uh, well, the square production yeah. matzahs and matzahs short. Yeah. Very important to always have round, not to be matzah all the units that see. Yeah. Round square. Yeah. Oh. Now there's never, never matzah short. Round is 100% short. It's 100%, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Rosh Hashem, we all eat here. The round matzahs and, and the. And the bottom line is that they, with the square matzahs, are so mocked, and I know people, and, and, and I had stories with myself, he says, they, they, uh, if they see the round matzahs, they go into a different room. They don't want to even be in the same room because they consider it chamed. Now, of course, we know it's not Ashkai, but they think that it's so no good, it's a Shashchamit, so they stay away and, uh, and, and they, they eat their, their square matzahs, and many won't let it into the house. If you invite them and somebody has round matzahs, they wouldn't invite you in the house. And I know people that are big machnisi are, and I'm telling you a fact, that they don't, you can't come in with those matzahs in the house. And punk faket, the maizah with Rav Shalom Shradran, the Magid. So he was in England, and uh, he was by Gorel Chiyin, obviously, you know, so, and he was in Green, Green, uh, the famous neighborhood, uh, the Frumayyidish neighborhood, Green, uh, Green, uh, whatever it is. So, what? Okay, Gold, Gold is Green, thank you. So, Gold is Green. So, Reb Shalom Shradon is the Yushalmi. And as I mentioned, the Yushalmis, they weren't just the opposite. The machine matzahs is the Heilige matzah. And the round matzahs are the Chshash Chomet. So when Rabbi Shalom Shadran brought in his matzahs and they saw that it was square, so they said that he can't be in the house because uh, it's a chash chametz with those matzahs and we use only the round matzahs. And he commented, they, he says he has nowhere to go and, and they were very stark. So he had to stay in a room far away, in a corner, and this is the way they, they let him in, that he can eat his square matzahs in the corner of a room far away. This is a Maisha Shahaya. You know, the girl ate round what? The girl ate round matzahs. The girl ate round matzahs? Well, did they have machinery in those days? Well... <laughs> yeah. If, if there was machinery, then you tell me a chiddush. But if there was no machinery, I'd, yeah. But okay, it's good to know. All right, we 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 spoke enough, and uh, of course the swarm.
that speak the pros and cons, but uh, we have our minute, and that's what we do. Um, now, there are people that they see the matzah. Unfortunately, we, we pay so much money and we get matzah that's cracked. Now, if the matzah, if you can pick up the matzah and the part that's cracked goes up with it, it's considered a shalom. It's considered a shalom. But if you pick up the matzah and that piece, it's, it's heavy and it's large, uh, goes down and it breaks, so then it's not a shalim, and you should use it for yachatz. You, you can't use it for what you need a shalim to the gematzah. So, um, so that's uh, one way. The, there are people that hold, if you have a crack, you can take a, a fire or put it in the oven, and the heat of the oven or the fire closes the crack. I mean, it can't be too big a crack. Uh, and it closes the crack, and they want a taina, it's, it's a shalom. But the halacha is not like them, and the Roy Paiskim say it is still a cracked matzah, it's not a sholem. Rebel Yashiv holds like that, and Shlom Zaman Orbach, and, and, and many, many Paiskim uh, uh, disagree with it. So Rav Fisher, who, who was uh, the head of the Achredit, really the, the biggest in Israel, they didn't hold of it. So... How, how, how do you say What do you mean? So you have a round matzo, which is burnt around all the edges. It burnt around all the edges. cracked in half or whatever. So now you have one part that's in the middle, which wasn't an outside edge. Yeah. So you just burn that edge, make it charred like the rest, and then you have a shlem. And then you have a shlem. But you heard a rough pa- uh, paskin like that? Yeah. Uh, Okay, I mean, I, I can't tell you. I, I, sorry. Like, like right. The Alter Rebbe says that. Yeah, 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 it might fall down. Yeah, yeah, but you, on a practical level, you don't have to worry anymore. They don't make uh, candles anymore with chazifat. They make it with paraffin. Paraffin is a synthetic thing. It's not trafe. So you don't have to you don't have to worry about it falling. There was a famous miser with the guy that he was a guest in the house and uh, he didn't he held that the chicken soup that they made with the chicken, he held the chicken was a trafer. So but the but uh, the balabas he said he, he would feel insulted if the guy didn't come to his house. People think he's a traitor mensch. So the guy went to the house. Of course, he wasn't going to eat the soup that the candle fell in. And what, what happened? Uh, when he sat down, 
the candle, the traffic candle, fell down in the suit in front of everybody, and they all took it as a simon that Hashem was watching over him, and he didn't do it. The, anyway, the bottom line is that today's candles, you don't have to worry about trafis. They're all, they're all paraffin, and, uh, and they, they don't make anything uh, trade. Um, okay, so we, sp- we spoke about the matzahs that are, are broken, and uh, okay, Shkayach for that interesting thing that um, the Rav said that the, you, you, you said the Alter Rebbe said it also? Yeah? It's, it's, in, it's in the Seifer? Yeah? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Now, uh, as we know, the Minigari, the Minigari is that you have the the three matzahs, especially they make it with metal so it doesn't crack on the matzah. If you would have the Seder plate with everything on it and you put it on top of three matzahs, like it was maybe it's cloth, and you put one matzah in this uh, section of cloth and this matzah, so it's going to crack. So people buy something that's made out of metal and they can put each matzah in it. It's not going to crack. But I... I what? What's the meaning of the regards to matzahs? I can't hear. Now, you all had three matzahs. How many did you have? Two. Everyone, they all have two? I mean, the people that follow the minigagra have two. I, I heard that Moshe also has two. It's like, like a Mishnah? Yeah, it's like a Mishnah, but it... You know, the grain has a different side of doing it, but uh, we're not going to discuss it because uh, we, all, we all have three. We have enough to discuss uh, without the sheet to say grow. So, Baruch Hashem, we have three. It's, it's easier for us. So, uh, I, I wanted to tell you something interesting that w- w- normally people put the... the, the the um, plate, the kaira, on top of the matzahs. So according to the re, you don't have to have it mamish on top of the matzahs. You can put it to the side, you know, and especially if you don't have that metal thing. Yeah, you know, because if you put it on the cloth thing, it's going to crack. You can put it to the side, and it's considered like it's on top. And and what's the raya the place can bring? Because it says the olav the plate should be olav. In, in other words, samachloi. And we find this by the olav mate menashe that mate menashe. So he wasn't on top of the shavit. All of Matimanasha means he was next to the shavit. So you see, even though somebody writes, or re writes Va'olav, it doesn't mean Va'olav. It could be even to the side. And so you don't have to, uh, 
You don't have to do. Now, um, we don't, we don't use a plate in, in and what, what do you what do you use? Oh, the car is plastic. Yeah, it's like uh, it's, it's cloth and it's inside the plastic, so that anything wet doesn't go through. Aha, uh-huh. that's interesting. Because, because the, the other men, Hagim, also have glasses with, and they put the, the carpets in this one and the chazers in this one. Yeah, but you tell me this, the more it, uh, it absorbs water and they put a. Uh, a cloth, it's like a cloth on no, me. There's no plate. It's, not, uh, it's, like, a, it's like a cloth kind of. It's a good one. Huh? No, 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 no. no, you're just you're saying practically. There's like, uh, like another thing. It's like plastic. It's saying practically. People put the, the, the car bag in a plastic, and then they put the thing on top of the plastic. Like, by it's still uh, there. Ah, uh, uh, I, I see, I see. Okay. Um, now, crane. You you have to know before Yontif you can grind it any way you want, but on Yontif, you know, and especially Yontif falls on Shabbos, you can't grind it in the in the normal way. It's taichen, and uh, it's also to to grind it like that. So when you have the the horseradish, we're talking about the horseradish now. So what you would do, you would do it with a shino. So some people, what they do is they turn over the grater, and it's not so simple, but they grate the grain like that, and this way you're doing it with a shino, and that's fine. Other people uh, do it straight, and they do it with a towel underneath. Instead of having a bowl, and you do the the crane rubbing against the grater, you, you put it on a towel, and, and that's a shinoi. And, and some do both. They, they turn the grater over, and they do it on a, on a towel. So the main thing to know is if you're, this year is Shabbos, but, and the second day is Yantim, so you have to do it with a shinoi, uh, because it's uh, it's teichen. Now um, they they bring down they bring down uh, Ramosha that um, how uh, can you leave the crane out? You 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 already graded the crane, and it's on it's on the. Uh, the paper towel or wherever you put it, can you let it, you know, get a little bit eisgevet? In other words, it shouldn't be so sharp. It shouldn't be so sharp. Uh, uh, should you do that? Or no, you have to do it immediately, try to eat the more soon, because you need something very sharp. So there was sheets that they... They dafka did it. It should be very, very sharp, and they uh, and they covered it like in a Tupperware thing. And when they ate it, you know, says 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 you know, 
from eating such sharp thing. But uh, I, I want you to know that I found the truth for Moshe that he wasn't makbid to uh, close the cover on the Mara. He, he opened the cover and lechatzila, he wanted it to lose the ik of sharpness. As long as there's a little sharpness left, he says, that's kosher lechatzila. That's what Rabbi Moshe said. And you know, Rabbi David brings it from his uh, father. And uh, Rabbi Steinbuch is made, b'shem the Biskirov, that he also said the same thing, that he was menich the chrein's man rav goli, av shiotze even though the ikka sharpness went away, Venishik Sasmarius only left a little bit of bitterness. He says, That that's enough. So you don't have to have a terrible ashtarka uh, crane that burns out your esophagus. You can, you can wait till it, it uh, cools off, so to speak, and then you could use the crane. And and they, they even bring this from the stipler. So there's plenty of paiskim you can be saimachan that you don't need to take out your your uh, uh, you know burn your inside. The the rebel or the Hasidim also. So the Rebbe would make it very sharp. What? Ah, uh-huh. but but it's not the Chassidim. He didn't he didn't ask the Chassidim to do that. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, a tzaddik, he he does things uh, on a high madrega and it burns, but. Many say, and I'll tell you a that I had with my uncle, is that many say that it's almost a sakana to eat freshly ground uh, horseradish or a piece. There's some people that take a piece of horseradish and they have a makar for it and they ate it. So I want to tell you, my uncle, he, he took a piece he, he was very machmer. He was a chassid and very machmer. And he, he, he chewed a piece of uh, a chrein. And it burned so badly that he had to go to the hospital. They had to call an ambulance, and they took him to the hospital. Azasakon it was to eat, you know, a uh, chrein that one didn't, you didn't let it get uh, ice cream out. What? Huh? Yeah, oh, well, uh, Mara, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, they had to tie his head to Shruz, right? From Pesach to Shruz, yeah. But, but uh, you know, Rabbi Moshe 
you know, he brings a raya from there that it has to be sharp, but but then he he slugs it up and lemaisa uh, one shouldn't do it because uh, I'll tell you another mice I saw yesterday. They they put out a safer on on the the big guy and the Rashiv and Ponyevich that um, he he his best friend was Ramosha Soloveitchik. You know, he's an ankle of, uh, you know, all the Soloveitchik, Reb Chaim, and the Beis HaLevi, and, and they were very machmer in mitzvahs, but they were also machmer in the So they wanted to try one year. I just read this the other day. So I I like reading Mises with Tzaddik. It gives the Yerushalayim, and I need all the Yerushalayim I can get. So I was reading it, and they they agreed they were best friends, and they said, you know, let let's try to eat a piece of uh, a crane the way it is without grinding it, and you know maybe we'll be to all the sheets, and they they put it in their mouth. And it it became a very very big sakana for them, and they decided that it was such a sakana that they never were gonna were gonna do it again. So we see that the Maisa we just said over is not only one godl, uh, uh, one graciyid. It was even two gedali adar. So therefore, you have to be careful that your health is the most important thing. And even if a tzaddik could do it, but not everybody is like the tzaddik. They to give shmir for the tzaddik. So you have to know who you are. You have to know who you are, and and that's very important in life. You know, you have to know who you are. Okay, now the cheroisis, we know that's a zecha to the tit, and and uh, it has apples in it that you you cut up apples and figs and nuts and remind them and shkade them almonds, and you you put in uh, cinnamon cinnamon in in. Uh, in its original state, it looks like little, little uh, holes. Uh, it it it's a little uh, soft pipe. It's hard to describe it, but uh, it, it it's it's a, a, a cylindrical thing, and and it's empty on the inside, but the uh, the outside is what the cinnamon is, and that's connected the the straw that they put into the into the uh, the the bricks that they put into the walls in Mitzrayim. So that's how you make it, but it has to be made with a shinoi. Now I I didn't tell you by the by the Zaltvasa, the main melech, if you don't if you do it before Shabbos Yantiv, no problem. You can do it any way you want. And and I I mentioned you should make it only a third the most salt, and two thirds 
the water. But there, there's another thing, is that if you're doing it on Shabbos, since this is Ma'abed, it's Hashem, if you didn't learn it, you, you're going to learn it, it's towards the end of the Lama Tesmalachis, that you're not allowed to do things that will tan uh, the hide of the animals or anything that looks like tanning. So when you, uh, when you take this salt water, salt water can be used to be ma'abid and make it a, a rough, uh, a rough uh, thing that it makes the hide tough. So, so therefore, on Shabbos and Yantiv, you have to do it for carrot. Normally, you do it. You put the salt in, and then you put the water. Now you do lehebach. You put the water, and then you put the salt. And and uh, for a different reason, you do the same thing by chorosis, but it's not because of ma'abit. There's a a sheet. Uh, you might have seen in Hilchus Shabbos the 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 Rebbe Rabbi Yonison, Rebbe Rabbi Yonison He he was called the Rebbe Rabbi Yonison, but he lived much before Hasidim. He lived in the early seventies, nineteen hundred. So, uh, but he was uh, a makubal and a kaddish with tar. So Rabbi Yonison Ibishitz, there was another Gadol who wasn't Hasidish, he also called him the Reb Reb Herschel. The Reb Reb Herschel lived in the 1600s and he, uh, the Reb Reb Herschel was a Talmud of the Taz and so was the Shach and, uh, and the Taz also was the Talmud, the Reb Reb Herschel. So they called him the Reb Reb Thing, not because he was a rabbi, because it was before the Baal Shem, but they, uh, they just gave him COVID that he was an extra special uh, person. Like the Rebbe Rebbe Elimelech, same idea. So when you make Charois on Shabbos Yantiv, you, you do it with a Shinoi. So, uh, and the reason is the Rebbe Rebbe he has a Chumra that if you have fruit and you pour uh, a red thing on top of the fruit, like a red dye, that, that's for sure also, but even a red juice, and it makes it a wine, and it makes all the fruit, it turns it red, so there's a chashash of tzeveya. As I said, and the Mishnah Bura brings it la'alacha, so what you should do if it happens on Shabbos, you should take first the wine, put it in the bowl, and then take the cut up apples and figs and all the thing, and you put it in the bowl. So this way you did it with a shinoi, so it's not considered tzeveya. Okay, so we... Uh, we learned a little bit about uh, the the charoises. By the way, you don't make a brach on the charoises if you dip uh, if you dip in the the, the the lettuce 
or you dip in the uh, anything you dip in into the chayrises, uh, you ge- generally shake off a little bit. You don't you don't want to leave a lot of chayrises on because it's very sweet, and you're eating more. Uh, eat the leaf you're, you're eating is mara, so it's a theorem in Ayubay. You're supposed to eat something bitter, and you're making it sweet by putting a lot of the chorices on it. So you should uh, take off uh, the chorices, and this way um, uh, it, it'll be uh, kosher and. Uh, and and I see from they bring from the Haintika Achrainim a Chiddush that let's say you decide to eat the Chorises by itself. You you're not you're not eating it uh, with the with the lettuce. You're eating the Chorises by itself. So what bracha do you make on that? So they say that you make a bracha bari priya eats like any pre that you eat betaycha suda, and uh, as long it wasn't blended in a blender, so then it becomes a shahako. But uh, if it's pieces, so if you eat the charoises, you make a bari priya eats even betaycha suda. That's what you you make. Okay. Uh, okay, one should light Nair's Gedailim, so they should light into the Suda, because the purpose of the lights is you should see the food and have a no. And, uh, but today, uh, I think this, it's not so bad, because you, you have lights. We have electric lights nowadays. Over there, they only had the candles. So if the candles weren't long enough to burn, uh, so you can see your food, so you're missing Ainik Shabbos. That's one of the reasons for the candle. One is Kavit Shabbos, you know, it's in honor of Shabbos. One is Ainik Shabbos. Three reasons. And uh, the other one is you shouldn't trip over each other. It's dark. But today, the... What I do in my house, and many people do, and I heard it from G'dayilam, that they they close all the lights uh, before the the wives light, or if you're a bucket that's alone, that or in a dorm, uh, so then you're lighting candles. So what you do is that what you close the lights. And you make a, a bracha on Adlakis Neiris, and you have in mind not only the Neiris, but you have in mind the electricity. And this way, the electricity will zechalas, you know, into the Suda, and you'll see the food, and you'll have anah, and, uh, and that's what you should do. Have a mind on, on those two things. And uh, I, I just wanted to say one interesting thing. There's, a, there's so much to say, you, you, you have no idea. If, if you have a Shaila, I'll be happy to answer you if I know uh, the answer. But um, you, um, 
you, uh, as far um, as they they bring down, yeah, the, there's there's a meaning that women have. It's a interesting meaning that women make shechiyano when they lie. Hadlach is nervous. Now, this is a pella because the Shekhiyano doesn't belong by the Adlaka. It's not the first time they are madlik. So why make why are they making a Shekhiyano? They they're madlik every Shabbos, every Yantav. So there's a Yaivitz, and he lived during the time of Rabbianis and Ibishitz in the early 1700s. He was the son of the Chacham Tzvi. So he was very against it, and and really all the Gedalim were against it, but the women didn't listen, and they they kept on doing it. So they so they didn't uh, uh, do anything by force. Uh, if if that's their meaning, they did it. But they said Meikar Adin, the Shachiano of the women don't belong there. Where does the Shachiano belong? The Shachiano belongs when the man makes Kiddush, so he makes all the brachas, and, uh, and, and one of the brachas he makes is Shachiano. And what's the Shachiano on? The Shachiano is on two things. One, it's on the Yantif. The Yantif needs the Shachiano. That's something new. It, it wasn't here since last year. And, the sec- and another reason for the Shekhiyano is that all the mitzvahs hayayim, and Pesach, there's so many mitzvahs, there Isis, there Abonin, mitzvah there of Matzah, mitzvah there Abonin Amara, and it goes on and on. All the mitzvahs, uh, Pesach has a welt of mitzvahs. So this Shekhiyano goes on that. So, really, Ramesha said that the woman shouldn't really make a shechiano on the candles. She should answer amen on the one that's marked the suda. Usually, it's her husband, and she answers amen on his shechiano, which goes on the two things I just mentioned. But the shechiano doesn't belong over there. But if she just can't stop her minig, you know, because this minig goes back, like I said, it goes back at least to the 1700s. But, so what, what she should do is when the husband makes the shechiyano, there's, now there's a question. Can she say amen? Is it a hefzit? Because she made a shechiyano already when she lit candle. So, and the husband is making it when on the Yantiv, when he makes Kiddush. So how could she say Amen? She's saying Amen. Uh, when you answer Amen, it's as if he said the bracha. So, so it seems problematic. So some place can say, she's not allowed to say Amen at all. She's not allowed to say Amen. But I saw in Reb Moshe, in the Chuvis, and uh, his uh, his son in the uh, and the Reb David in his 
Lela Seder also has all halachas on Seder. So he says that um, when the husband says the Shechiyonu, she's allowed to say Amen. And since it's Minyana of the Bracha, so it's not considered a hefsik, and that's what she should do. I'm sorry? The, the, the hefzik is, yeah, that she's making a hefzik in the middle of the Kiddush, so she wouldn't be able to do anything after that. She, she made Shekhiyana already, so how is she allowed to make again? She, Right, that that would, yeah, he, she should answer the husband's kiddush. What? Women don't make kiddush if there's hus- the husbands are there or the men are in the house. The, the, the meaning is that the men make, you know. A woman is alone, of course she makes kiddush. What? Yeah. She does make a bracha. She she's allowed to make shechiano on the kiddush, but but uh, but the thing is, she doesn't normally make kiddush. It's the uh, it's the one that's the head of the suda, so he's making the kiddush. So the shaila is is shechiano a half sick because she made it already. And we said, Moshe says, it's not a half-sick. And, uh, and she can answer Amen, and she can continue. But the Shaila is, if it's a half-sick, then do uh, Okay, now I'm going to s- stop with uh, this tem- temporarily. I just want to say uh, a bit of Chassidus, and Ashkava uh, on 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 the Yantif. And, uh, I hope it won't. It shouldn't take ro- uh, long. And uh, I I think it's a, an interesting zach, and, and it gives chizuk. Okay, take it out. Okay, we'll we'll finish on time. Okay. Now it says a chaydish azalachem reshkadashim. Now this was said in Mitzrayim and this was the first mitzvah of Yisrael as a nation, Mamish the first mitzvah and the MS Kol Reshkadish is 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 a yantif, but Rosh Rosh Chaydish Nissan is befrat a yantif, and uh, and it teaches us that one has to be mischadish tami, that Rosh Chaydish is a time of ischadish, and we'll we'll explain this, and therefore a mensch. It should be by every single person, uh, uh, according to the matziv that they're in, 
Everybody is in a different matzah. Everybody has different nisyayin. So the the fee the matzah the person is in, so should be the hischaches and clear and and making himself on a on a higher on a higher level. The the uh, you know a mensch could go to bira mikta tahim rabba a person chasusholim could go into the deep pits the depths and uh, and do a various but a person should know that even if they can go in the lowest levels of tuma that he can also go to the highest levels of uh, of kedusha. I saw in the base of Ram in the Slonima that uh, on the plastic achaydish hazelachem. So he by Max interesting thing that achaydish hazelachem, the first mitzvah of Klai Yisrael was said in Mitzrayim Dafke. Uh, this is taka strain. This this uh, mitzvah, which we were saying, it, it goes on his chaches. Why why didn't they wait till they left Mitzrayim? Why did they say the mitzvah dafka when they were in Eretz Mitzrayim? So, not not only that, it it, it wasn't only in in Eretz Mitzrayim. We know. That Mitzrayim was Erevus Ha'art, and it was like to the Nun Shari Tuma. So to to say as a mitzvah of Ischachis in, in a place like Mitzrayim, it seems very very strange that uh, the Torah should give us a mitzvah in uh, in such a makom. So. That's that's the base of Rom's uh, kasha. So, the the base of Rom, he, he the Slonima, say so he says that the reason why the Rebbeinish did this is that even if a person is in a makom where it's ervas arts and it's mishuk mishuk and tuma. And and uh, it's Tahaim Rabba with all the the Gilulim and all the Abaydizaras and all the Gilearais that was in Eretz Mitzrayim, but a person could always rise and take himself to higher levels. Nothing could stop him. A person no matter what he does, I, I always say, there's no avera that a person could do that he can't do tshuva. No avera. And you might think there is some, but there's a terror on, on, on what you're thinking. And no avera, every avera is end of an oimed tshuva. So a person can always mischadish ke kibaria chadasha. Now, so that's the side. Bamis 
this is Yishami in Peya, in the Chadava, I'm Bifnei, Bifnei Hachu. I'm going to be the cards. There's a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara needs a beer because it's very difficult to understand. It's a Gemara in Shabbos, Kuf Mem Zayin. It says on Rebeleza ben Arach that Ikla Lohasam, he went to the city of Prugaisa, where there the Yain was the best Yain. It was Mishubach Vitoy Ma'oid, and extremely tasty. So he started drinking it, very delicious wine. Rebeleza ben Arach started drinking, and he was Nimshach after it. So, uh, and they swore him being down, and that's what happened to Rebeleza, that some, somebody is Nimshach. After the time of Mazer, he, he starts to forget his learning, and he stops learning also. So, that's what happened with Rebeleza ben Arach. And, uh, they bring down that because of this land, which had so much beautiful wine and delicious wine, so that also was mazik da sersashratam kukaiso. And Rashi explains because they 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 were bali hano and they were oisik bekach v'loy hoyu oiskim and they went letar b'sra. So, so Rebeleza ben Arach, as great as he was, and we'll soon see who he was, he, he because of what he did, he drank and the, he, he, he became addicted. So he, uh, he uh, was chayza, uh, and it was Nisaka Talmudai. Now, when he came to laying the Torah, it came out to the parsha in Bari where it says, So the, the way, of course, we, we laying the, the parsha is, So lo and behold, Rebbe Laza, he read it, Instead of the Chaydiz Elochem, he says, Acherish, you know, they, they can't hear, they can't speak. He says, that's what their heart was. And in other words, it became mamish, like stone. He couldn't, he, he couldn't be in any, any Torah. So, so uh, the Rabbanim asked Rachmim on him, and there was Mespal, on him is Chaver of Hachachamim, and and uh, his his Gemara Hodet Talmud it came back. So now we should know who's this Rebbeleza ben Arach. You know he wasn't a katlakan yestam in, in the street. We have no shemitz hasaga of what Rebbeleza ben Arach is. First of all. The Gemara says 
Tana lay Rebbe Nahayroshmai al Rebbe Rolazibin Arachshmai. His name wasn't Rabbi Nahira, his real name was Rabbi Laza ben Arach. So why was he called by many people Rabbi Nahira? Sheman here ene chachamim ba'alacha. He lit up the eyes of chachamim in halacha. Then we find in Chagiga Adav is Posak. Reb Elazar ben Arach b'Maisa Mekava. Reb Elazar ben Arach, vice the Chais, he was a grace in Mekubel, and he started learning Maisa Mekava, and he was dashing it, and Yarda Eish Minashemayim, and it circled all the Chachamim in the Chabura, and it circled the trees that were around the Chachamim, Eish. Minashamayim, and they poschul kulam, and they said shira to the rabbinishlam. So the Gemara is mamshach Ashrecha Avram Avinu Shalazib Ben Arach Yotzer Mechalatzecha. So this is Rabbi Lazib Ben Arach. So Avada Rabbi Lazib Ben Arach was a kaddish. He was a tar. He was a Baki Benigle or Benista. And, and still in all, the Torah that he learned after he was Nimshach, after all the things we mentioned before, caused him to say, Hacherish Hayalibam instead of Hacherish Hazer Lechem. So the Chayzim Malublin, the Elie Chayzim Malublin, so he says that you learn a limit godel from this, that even if a person is in a matziv, a shrer matziv of a cherish hoyelibon, that his heart is fashtopped, it's autumn, chas v'sholem, and he can't be meskayim and lamed before the rabbani shalom, even sha'achas, Kamash Malon, that the Pasha of Al-Khaydish, Yeshbiyad, every individual is Chadish to a greater height and to a greater person, and he can be Chadish, Kibaria, Chadosh, Mamish. As I said, the Chayza Milublin. So, this is a, a, a Gavaldiga lesson, and uh, I, I saw, I'm almost finished, that uh, there's a medrash that says, on the Chaydish Azalechem, it says that you could read it differently. You can read it, Hachidish Azalechem. So the Bnei Yisrael were given the power of Chidish, or renewal. They can renew themselves. Even there's a Pasik in Kehelis that says, Enko Chodosh Tachas Hashemesh. So this is Akasha. You're saying they can renew themselves with Enko Chodosh Tachas Hashemesh. So Chazal explained this is only applies under the sun. Enko Chodosh, which is Tachas Hashemesh. 
But Lamaila Minashemesh, there is chedoshes and things that are new. So the Magis is essentially telling us the Pasha of Achilizelachem was given to Klal Yisrael. They entered a higher realm. This was a realm, a realm behind the, the natural order. They were now connected to the system of Lamaila Minashemesh, where they could experience the power of Chiddush that they were given, the power to renew and rejuvenate, no matter what happened and what they did. In the bracha we say in Kiddush Lavana, it says that uh, the, the, I'll, I'll tie it in, in English, that the, the renewal of the moon gives credence to the rejuvenation of the Yiddish nation. So, because you see, the moon is constantly uh, growing, waxing more and more. So this shows us that we also, which we're diamond to Lavana, we can do this as well. So uh, this is uh, the Yisoyed of, uh, of renewal, and uh, we can we can get to these madrigues. So there's more to say over, uh, and there's uh, there's a lot of zachen that uh, a person they they fall they fall a few times, and and sometimes they can't pick themselves up. So we we learn from here that that's not true. That no matter what happened, no matter what a person did, they could always be mischadish themselves, like it says in the Brach of the Levana, that that because they're destined to renew themselves like it. So, it's Hashem, we, we should be happy is that we're Am, the Klai Yisrael, can always be Chayza and become greater and greater until we reach the highest heights above the Shemesh. And uh, we should be Zaycha to this in this Heilige Chaydish, Chaydish Nissen, and the Yontif of Pesach. This is the time where we can reach Grace of Madragas. And he wrote, and we should be Zaycha to it.